Welcome back, folks. It's the Mel Wright Show. It's episode 151. Robert Newman, my co-host, has come back from Chile. He looks very relaxed and happy, but I think I'll let him do that. What we're going to be discussing in this show, it's going to be a discussion between me and Robert. We've got a load to cover. I'm going to be talking about Instagram and tools, tips, how to get into Instagram. Robert wants to talk about voice and echo and mobile first. So we've got a lot to discuss and I think you're going to find it fascinating. Like to quickly introduce yourself, Robert, and tell them about your chili trip. Oh, I would love to. So Santiago Chile was amazing. My name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of, of Inbound Real Estate Marketing. I stepped out of the country and took my first real vacation in over 20 years. Um, and I worked when I was there. I did a lot of writing. But, but Santiago is, is a writer's paradise. It's quiet. The weather is like, like California. There's lots of music, lots of art. It's a beautiful place to do some work, and I did uh, I did half my yearly content when I was there. So all of my fans will be seeing lots of new stuff from me, which has been the first in like six months. Yes, he's um, actually got a job with the Chilean Tourist Board, so <laughs> <laughs> he's working part time. I think they would prefer if people stopped coming. So uh, all right, all right, there we go. That was a <laughs> bit of English flippancy there. So we're going to first of all delve into Instagram and why um, I've been getting more into Instagram, folks. So I thought I would share my experiences. And we're going to be adding um, Instagram functionality to MailRite in the coming months because I, I think it's one of the video and YouTube plus Instagram are, are a couple really exciting areas that you, the real estate agent, should really understand and should be starting to use right now. I agree with all of that. But having said that, I know, and you haven't been kind enough to tell me what you want to talk about today. I'm going to say that I don't know that much about some of the features that you're going to talk about. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a whole lot, lot of you talking. But I will say this in terms of a guerrilla marketing tool, one that's free that you can use easily off the tool that you're that is most present in your life as a real estate agent. Instagram is an amazing way to go. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you have to show this morning. Yeah, what you got to understand, folks, is that their growth is accelerated um, uh, amongst different groups, age groups. They've now got a billion new active users, mind-boggling, and it's a very visual medium. Um, you you basically upload images and video now, right. and you can tag them, tags, hashtags, which makes it easier to find your content and you can write a description and people can write um, messages back to you. Um, So it's interactive as well. But what I really want to start off with this is that Instagram made an announcement in the past couple of days that they've got a new app that's separate from the main Instagram app which is called IGTV. And what this is about is that they're really aiming for the throat of YouTube in a big way now. Okay. Facebook has been in a head-to-head competition with YouTube and now um, Instagram, which is part of Facebook, is joining the fray in a big way. And they, they've got this new app, which will now enable you to upload video up to an hour in length. I think as a real estate professional, 
you're, you should be getting excited about this already because your target audience that you know love to hear about new properties, what's going on in the market, this is the perfect platform for uploading houses that have just come up, up on the market, open houses you're doing, or just general description about the market. Um, it's just a perfect medium and it will be consumed. Um, so they've just issued this app. Um, the main technical difference is that most um, mobile apps like YouTube, when you watch a video, it will um, do it horizontally. And as you know, and I know, you don't hold your, it's pretty right. uncomfortable to hold a phone horizontally. You normally hold it vertically. Right. Well, um, Instagram have decided that all the video is going to be vertical. I can so, see that. I'm, I'm looking at the announcement right now. It looks, it looks super cool. Um, <clears throat> the only problem, folks, is... <clears throat> You're, you know, what you produce for Instagram has, is going to have to be slightly different to what you produce for YouTube at the present moment. You, you might, um, so you're going to need some basic editing and you're probably um, editing software. And I, I've got some tools here and it's all going to be in the show notes, folks. So don't worry if you can't, don't just scribble, just go to the MailRite website and all the links are going to be there. Um, so um, some of this is only Mac only, but some of it's also PC. Now, if you're looking for a functional basic video editor that will work on PC and Mac, um, I would suggest that you look at a pro called Screencast Ometric. Um, it's about $20 a year. It, it, it is basic, but it does the job. Would you agree with that, Robert? I would. I would. So, yeah. And then um, there's a, there's another bit of software that you use for screencasts, a bit like what we're doing now, but unfortunately it's Mac only. Um, you screencasts and also pushing video live to Facebook Plus, you can do a copy and it will record a copy of the video to your desktop and it's in cam live. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have a link to that. That's $79. But if you're going to push this live to Facebook or YouTube, plus you want a recording, which then you could push to Instagram, this is a great tool. But like I say, it's only Mac only. Right. And then if you're looking for a better editor um, and you're a Mac person, this is what I use. It's ScreenFlow. Um, it's uh, $129 one-off payment. Um, but it's a very powerful editor. There is a, another competitor, which um, unfortunately I've forgotten, folks. I must admit <laughs> it. Um, but I will have it. Con I think it's called Conchagila. And Camtasia? 
Camtasia. Camtasia. That is is probably the most powerful video editor on the market, is Camtasia. Well, I would slightly disagree with you there. There there are some like what Adobe and also what Apple provide. Okay. But um, I haven't used those other tools. I've used Camtasia. Camtasia. (laughs) It's the most powerful video editor that I've ever used. Yeah. Yeah, I I see where you're coming because it is pretty powerful. But the good thing about that, I think it's around the same price as ScreenFlow. It might be a little bit more expensive, but the good, okay. the good news, folks, is that you can use it on PC and Mac only. The main thing, folks, is don't be intimidated. You need to get into this world of video and pushing it to Instagram because this is this is going to be a where your leads your possible new clients. This is where they are. So you you push your photos using your camera and you can, if you, if you just want to get into this and do no editing, you just use your iPhone or Android and use the Instagram app. And there's a, a number of mobile apps um, that enable to edit video. I will find a couple of the best ones and put those in the show notes. So you can take the video on your iPhone or Android, do a basic edit, and then you can push it to Instagram. Right. How does that sound, Robert? I think that, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take a moment and, and talk more than I have for the rest of the segment because I I don't the thing like I don't know I, you're the one who told me about the new uh, Instagram application, but I can so I have very little opinion about all that. But I've heard and have been saying because. All the people that I follow and respect in technology had been saying 2018 is the year for video. And I'm starting to understand what it is that they were looking at. I'm sure that this has been something that's been in development for a while because, because major things like this don't happen in a vacuum. And so you're right. The battle for everybody's screens has moved to video. Instagram has thrown their, their hat into the ring. One of the things I love about Instagram is that they always have little boxes that you can check where basically anything you create for Instagram gets automatically populated to either a Facebook page <coughs> or your own personal account, which means that really when we're talking about Instagram, we're not actually just talking about Instagram. We're talking about Instagram and Facebook. So Instagram has a billion users, and they're not the same users as Facebook. Instagram has captured a whole nother audience. They've captured very exclusively and completely, they've captured the youth market. Um, and, And that is more powerful than people in real estate realize because your kids and what they're doing and how they're consuming content, they will impact the decision making of the family union in a way that I think that real estate agents don't realize because everybody's reached this place where like my brother, who is 22 years my junior, he educates me in technology all the time. When I'm ready to understand how people are using technology, I go to my brother and I don't, I'm not the only one. My entire family does. My, my dad, my stepmother, my grandmother, every single older member of my family goes to either my brother or my cousin when they're trying to understand how to operate content and he's the one making recommendations to them and they are listening because that's the way the world and this generation works is that we have our, the center of influence has gone upside down. If, if you're interested in learning something online, you go to somebody who knows it better than you do. And then they, they tell you and where these people kind of understanding like 
grabbing ideas or content off Instagram. So yeah. I think that's good. I think that's so right. But the only the only thing I would say, Robert, is that there's a lot of millenniums on there as well. And if you look at the analyticals of the audience, it's very female um, dominated. Um, so it's also a very, like I say before, folks, it's a very visual medium. So it's just ideal for an agent that's got a good iPhone or a good Android phone, which we've discussed in a previous episode. And it's just, you just got the right tool and the right platform for you. Um, now, most of you, you you're going to be managing and taking videos using your smartphone. But another area where you might look at your desktop is if you want to actually, if you're on a laptop and you want to push to Instagram, there's a couple of tools that will now enable you to use your laptop or your desktop to publish to Instagram as well. The one I use is uh, Flume, F-L-U-M-E. It's a Mac-only application. It's free or you can pay $10 one-off payment and you get the pro version. I've just been using it recently and it's a lovely application. There's also um, an Instagram app which you can get for the PC that will work on all PCs. These, these that I'm discussing will work on tablets as well. So that's another reason why you might be interested in them. And this is a free for the PC, and I will have the link. You get it from Microsoft.com um, from their app library, but I will have the link to that as well. Okay. Another area I want to discuss is auto-publishing. Um, <coughs> this, what I mean is that you... Um, Hootsuite or something else that you did your your Facebook or your Twitter and MailRite does this for you as well, folks. It's part of its suite of tools. <clears throat> and in the near future, we'll be adding Instagram. Um, what I'm talking about is that you have a, a calendar or some interface and you can pre-schedule a whole month of Instagram or Twitter or Facebook out. Um, you can like like have two half hours on Monday or Friday morning and that's when you publish a lot of your content to social media and you can schedule it to go out uh, at different times. Um, the problem was that Instagram didn't allow that. There were some services that would send you a push notification and then you would have to use your phone and then send the Instagram out. They, they didn't allow um, these optimization services um, access to their API. Um, they've changed that um, only on business accounts. Um, with Instagram, it's very similar um, in some ways to Facebook. You have a personal profile and then you can have a business page. With Instagram, you have a personal account and you can have a business account. You've got to set up a personal account before you can set up a business account. And you need to, as a real estate agent, you need to set up both. And then if you have a business account, you can utilize one um, these services. The two that I would suggest that you look at is either Hoots, Hootsuite 
Um, I'm not a great fan of it, be quite truthful about it, because I think it's really clunky, their interface. Um, one that I would suggest that you look at is called Later. Um, they do a free um, service that's not totally crippled. And then their next one up is $9 a month. And if you really get big into Instagram, um, I think it's worth it. Like I say, in the next month, Mel Wright will be adding that to its Facebook and Twitter calendar system, scheduling system. Um, And I'll be offering some free accounts to listeners um, for you to try. Um, But it's definitely worth um, looking at. Hey, John. Uh, Yep. I'm I am going to jump in because uh, whether you realize it or not, you have you have either accidentally or intentionally just laid a a boatload of instructions down on on the audience. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just, just whacked them, I? I, I, I'm going to give I'm going to give a suggestion. So, guys, if you listen and you're interested in following some of John's advice, which I highly recommend that you do, I think Instagram is amazing. Here's what I suggest that you do. So open up whatever your favorite list app application is. I suggest Wonderlist and now make the following bullet points. Number one, if you don't already have it, open an Instagram account, okay? So that's easy. You can Google it, no problem. Okay, number two, open a business business Instagram account. You need to Google that too. There will be some great, great content out there from guys like Neil Patel and other people that I endorse and, and I would suggest that you follow their advice on how to open the account. That's number two. Number three, create your first video. Okay, that's your third bullet point. Create your first video. Get out your phone, sit in front of it, talk about something that's passionate, you're passionate about. That's my advice. John can weigh in. I just suggest that you, like, it's not so much that you, that you have the, the world's best anything to say. It's only important that's important to you and the right part of your audience. It'll resonate correctly. So. Number three, create a video. Number four, edit the video. And then at the point that you hit number four, I would suggest that you maybe come back and listen to this. We've, uh, I think John has laid down six separate tools throughout the course of the, the conversation. You have the MailWrite tool. You have Flume, uh, Camtasia, uh, Screencast-O-Matic, and something uh, that he was talking about for Apple. I'm not an Apple person, so I don't remember what it is. But anyway, create a bullet point list. And, and create just a list of all the tools. Don't worry about the tools till you get to the part of the process that I'm talking about that, that requires that you use them. That's my advice. John can weigh in any way he oh, wants. I think you saved me there, actually. Thank you so much, Robert, because <laughs> I was going big, big and deep, wasn't I? But um, I, I, listeners, I'm always fearful that I'm not offering you real value. Um, and I think that's Robert's main concern that you get something from, from listening to these podcasts. We know you're busy people. Um, that was my main, but I did throw a lot of information. It will be all in the show notes, but I, I agree totally with Robert there. The main thing is to get over the hurdle and get that first video and get those first images the first thing is to set up an Instagram account. Just do it, folks. Don't, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, after you've, you know, you listen to all of it, obviously, is then set up your Instagram account and your business account. It's really easy. And then just get some photos, start playing around with it. You're totally right, Robert. We're going to go for our break, folks. And then when we come back, Robert's going to be talking about um, edge voice 
and mobile when it comes to um, getting leads. It's going to be a great discussion. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back, folks. I've had a real picture about Instagram. Over to you, Robert. <clears throat> Thank you, John. So, so guys, like all of our listeners, when we were talking about the show, John and I get together and we we put our heads together and we we talk about when we're, we're it's going to do a show. It's going to be the two of us. We talk about things that we want to talk about. The thing about the two of us is that we're not very good foils for each other because we happen to agree on a lot of technology stuff. So we don't end up debating too much. There was one item, and I'm sure it's going to come up, that I really actually found. Oh. It was about accelerated mobile pages. And I'm really looking forward to getting into it because John actually took a strong stance on the, ew, not, not those. And I'm a big fan of them. But we're going to run into that in a little bit. The topics that I wanted to talk about today, because I'm getting these questions from the people that um, follow my blog. And I've gotten, I've gotten emails and comments on my blog a couple different times now about people asking me about the direction of voice. And since I'm a, a, like a search specialist, or, or that's what I talk a lot about, at least on my blog, um, I'm going to say that um, that I suspect that what they were saying is how is it going to affect how is it going to affect uh, uh, search and and how people find you. And that answer is actually not all that complicated, uh, which is it's making me laugh that everybody's asking me so many questions about it. So I don't know how Echo works, but I definitely know how Google the Google home automation tool works, the Google voice applications work. So Google has a, uh, a new AI called RankBrain. RankBrain is uh, basically handling all of their long tail queries. Um, it's, it's, it's literally artificial intelligence. At this point, 30% of the answers that we get off, off from Google is all associated with RankBrain. So I think that Google's going to incorporate their AI and they're going to incorporate their current Local, um, they're lo- they, so they have three divisions of their algorithm now. They have one that's dedicated to local. It's the one that gives you the cool little push pins and tells you where to go. And 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 in terms of how voice works today, that's exactly what they utilize. They basically take your query. Usually, they try to apply it to your location based upon your phone because most, almost all people are using voice in mobily. So they're they're trying to go somewhere, figure something out, or they're saying. What's the best restaurant near me? And Google just uses their local data, the same data that we can look up physically. And they say, well, the best restaurant, which they're, of course, meaning the highest ranked restaurant, is located 1.5 mile, like miles away from you. And it serves Mexican food. And that's Google Voice. And they're... How do I think they're going to use it in the future? I don't know so much about Alexa, but I definitely think that Google is going to incorporate the ring brain with their local algorithm. I think they're going to start providing a lot more data, like they're going to give numerous uh, suggestions when you do a, a voice query. And I think that uh, they're going to start calculating based upon your voice user history, what it is that you want 
from voice the same way that they incorporated the same functionality into search. I don't think that Google is going to reinvent the wheel because they already have the most important information, information parsing, information gathering tool the world has ever seen. So I think they're going to keep the same model that they grew Google search off of. And they're going to, they're probably just going to say, these are three places that you can go. Like if you're looking for a great restaurant, they serve such and such and such and such and such and such a phone. Which one of those places sounded most interesting to you? And then when you say, go, yeah, when it comes to real estate, Robert, what, what happens at the present moment? Let's say you've got your Android phone and let's say you're saying, oh God, I'm in Sacramento, you're in Sacramento and you put in, um, give me a list of houses between 250 dollars and $400,000 $400, that are on sale now. How, how good are would be the data set coming back from a voice search like that? It's exact same that, like, it's the exact same search criteria as if you typed that in manually. The way the voice is changing things is when it starts to give you a voice-based response. And the only time that Google is really doing that right now is when somebody is doing what's called hyperlocal voice inquiries, which is the same thing as doing a hyperlocal search inquiry. So... They're using the same technology the same way currently. I do not think that's going to remain the same. And that's, that, it's that thought that has everybody a flutter to yeah. say that there is going to be something different. Um, I think that it will be different too. I just think that Google's going to incorporate, I, I think they're going to apply that difference the same way they've applied other differences in the past. I don't think they're going to integrate any differently than they have. I don't know about Alexa though. So um, let's say you're in, I'm just using Sacramento. It's in my mind. Um, Don't know why. Go away. Don't be in my mind. No. Um, Let's say, let's choose. (laughs) You're going a bit Dalek on us actually. I don't know what's happening, Robert. You're suddenly gone a bit Dalek. Um, um, Garlic dialect? Well, it's from Doctor Who. Oh, okay, got it. Got um, it. Uh, um, you come back. Your sweet tones have come back again. Uh, um, <laughs> let's say you're in Reno and you say, Reno, I'm looking to buy a house in Reno now. And you, you put that in voice. What do you think is going to come up, you know, in if you put that search in? Well, I think the same query is going to come up. And if memory serves me correctly, and I'm not, I'm not as much of an expert on voice as I should be, to be honest, because I do use voice and that's where I'm getting my data from. I use it myself a lot. But what happens when you serve up a query right now is you get the same results back. So if I, if I say, what's the best house in Reno on my cell phone, it shoots up. It's the same text that it would uh, any other way. But you can select something and then hit, throw it into maps and then it'll start directing you to that place. And the thing, the place that I think that a lot of people are coming from is, is are you going to start seeing different queries based upon voice versus other types of search? And I think that the answer is for the moment, no, but in the future, yes, is my opinion. It's just an opinion. I have no idea if that's really what's going to happen or not. I just think that's like people asking me what my opinion is. You would have stayed in that position, Robert, because as you lean forward, you're going Dalek again. But when you, when you, when you're in that position, we, we, your voice comes back. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, oh dear. I don't know what he's doing, but there we go. Clear Maybe. my voice. Clear my throat. Trying to, trying to be clear. 
Mag on Dalek again. It's your USB connection. I think you're going to have to push it in, put it back in again. Okay. It. How about how's this? Darwin's come back. It, uh, it's notorious, folks. When people and uh, Robert's been doing a lot of calling, um, if you're on using a USB um, and it's in so many hours, this this is what happens, folks. You go a bit Dalek, but he's come back again. Yeah. So, um, shall we just quickly wrap it? Because um, we got well, that was that was that. There's one big important thing that I I really did want to discuss the mobile first or the thing that we, we talked about. That that was actually my most important topic that we have time for today, or should we schedule it another time? I think we better schedule it another time because I wanted to keep it to 30 minutes, Robert. And we're around about 28. Okay. So, so we, we're going to continue this discussion in another episode, folks. I love your feedback about Instagram. Um, or like I say, I went on a big, big binge on the first half because I wanted to throw a lot of value to you. But don't worry. All, all, all the links to everything I discussed will be in the show notes and um, it'll be at the top. I'll make sure the links are at the top so that it'll be convenient for you, <laughs> um, listeners and viewers. Um, Robert, how can people find out more about you? And- As always, just go to my website, click on inboundrem.com and hey, if you want to meet with me about something, uh, I've got a calendar on the homepage. You can always go ahead and click that and schedule a free hour with me. Oh, that, which is amazing value, folks. I, I think you should take that up. Obviously, don't waste Robert's time. Um, <laughs> but if you're in the market for somebody about SEO, I cannot more strongly recommend Robert. So he knows his stuff. If you want to find out more about MailRite and our services, just go to the MailRite website, mail-right.com, folks. We've got a couple of new posts about Facebook um, that I wrote recently up on the website, and we've got some great videos from some real great experts. And we'll be back next week, folks, where we're going to have another show about real estate, getting better leads for you, and how to use technology to achieve that. We'll be back next week, folks. Bye. (laughs) 